Yeah, we're going to record a podcast. Day Tuesday podcast episode 163 with your hosts Tyler Dryblatt, Sam Ginsberg, and Jed Farber. Here's your host, Tyler Dryblatt. Thank you, Samuel. Welcome, everybody. This week we'll be talking about boozier booze, beer on demand, and truth beer. And we'll be talking about it with Sam and Jed. Hello, Sam and Jed. Yo. Hello. How's everybody doing today? Doing well. I'm also doing doing well. I'm doing sneezy, so you might hear me sniffling throughout the podcast, and I apologize to everybody for that. I'll try to edit it out, but I'm not a perfect man. Right. Right. Well, we Lord knows we are. We understand that. Tyler, we talked a bit earlier, but you didn't sound sniffy earlier. What happened? No. So we Becca and I cleaned our apartment, and it got all sorts of dander up in the air. And Wait. now I'm now I'm all sneezy. Dander? Yeah. From the rat? Yeah. That's that's a pet rat to everybody who's listening. I don't just like my surroundings aren't that bad. Right. And what are you confused about? I just am surprised that a rat has that much dander. Well, we haven't cleaned in a while. Okay. Is <laughs> really the bigger issue. Hey, do you guys want to talk about beer? This is dumb as butts. You're dumb as butts. What dumb butt beer do you have on? I have Stone's Dumb Butt Mocha IPA. Sounds about right. This is a double India Pale Ale with cacao and coffee, 9% ABV. 9%. Cool. It's a cocoa IPA. It's a coffee IPA. Well, it's a mocha IPA, so mocha's chocolate and coffee. That's pretty bizarre. Thanks for steering us to talking about beer when you hadn't poured yours yet. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Better than talking about dander. I thought it was dandy to talk about dander. Samuel Cup. Right. Uh, so mine smells not great. It's the nose is all hop and it's kind of musty. 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 Musty hop character. The color is I. I don't know why I was expecting something darker. I guess the word mocha, but this is kind of a deep amber, like you would expect from an imperial IPA. Maybe a little darker than an imperial IPA. This beer is interesting. Lots of chocolate and coffee in the taste. Not as much hop. I'm actually really surprised at how well this all plays together. But I'm gonna That's need good. gonna need more time with it, I think. That's fair. Okay. Let's see. I have so I've had several beers by Lost Coast Brewing on the show. They're very local in Eureka, about like ten minutes away from me. This is watermelon wheat ale. Uh, well it's just called watermelon, actually. But it's a watermelon wheat ale. It's five percent alcohol. I believe this is this is really a direct competitor to Twenty First Amendment Brewing's Heller High Watermelon. Do you think it was in any way a response to the that Budweiser Super Bowl commercial? Was that about watermelons? There were there were a few of them, but one of them was like, "Who wants to drink a watermelon wheat beer?" And then Twenty First Amendment was like, "Our customers do. They love it." <laughs> yeah, it's an excellent beer. So. 
I think this is, like I said, a direct response to to that beer, trying to take away some of their market share. Uh, so I I honestly hope it's good. You know, I hope this is the next watermelon beer that I like. But it looks kind of weird. It pours hazy, like a peach colored almost. And there were a lot of bubbles, but they weren't like beer bubbles. They were totally clear, like soda, which was very bizarre. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's like those tapioca bubbles in that boba tea. Blob. <laughs> this, no. that, that would be bad, I think. That would be bad. It doesn't really smell like natural watermelon. It kind of just smells like sugary sweet, which isn't a great sign. Um, yeah, it's okay, I guess. I don't know. There's definitely something weird about the carbonation. Definitely. Like what? Like, what? like it's... I think it's a little bit flatter than it should be. And like I said, those bubbles were weird, so I'm not sure what the deal is there. I get kind of a subtle watermelon flavor. Like, watermelon's not the boldest flavor in the world, so it really shouldn't be that strong anyway. So it's decent, I think. I don't know. We'll keep drinking and we'll see. What do you have, Jed? All right, so this week I have Peg Leg Imperial Stout, which I hope neither of you have had. I definitely have never had it. Who's it by? Um, I have so never had it. No. Is Peg Leg the brewery or the name of the beer? Heavy Sales is the name of the brewery. Mm. That doesn't sound and familiar to me. No, that's why I picked it. It's also 8%, so uh, it's very dark, obviously. And I'm going to try some right now. Oh, I kind of like it. It's so weird. I haven't drank dark beer in so long, but it, it tastes good to me. Hooray. Yeah. God, I'm so bad at this part. Jesus Christ. Can we talk about not beer or something? Um, it's not. It doesn't have a very strong t- flavor to it, and it finishes pretty soft. It doesn't linger. I guess there's kind of a coffee-ish taste, but that I think that's more of it being an imperial stout than it actually having any coffee taste to it. I think that's more me than the beer, if that makes sense. And uh, yeah, I'm optimistic. I. This tastes, this tastes real good right now. That's how I describe it. I think you did a good job describing that beer. I do have one piece of constructive criticism, though. Um, okay. You got the name of the brewery wrong, and in the future, I think it would be helpful to get it right. When I say heavy sales? Yes. Yeah, heavy seas brewery. Heavy, heavy seas. I, I thought it sounded familiar, and I was like, was that a heavy seas beer? And then you said heavy sales, and then I had to double check to make sure I wasn't wrong when I corrected you. It should have been obvious. You, should have, you shouldn't have even needed to look up the fact that I was obviously wrong. I mean, it's been a really long time since I had Heavy Seas because it's, it's from Maryland. So uh-huh. since I moved out here, I haven't gotten it. It's from Baltimore. Yeah, that's why I got it because of, because of Maryland because where you're from. That's right. why I got it. Yep. You should try the yeah. Loose Cannon. It's a really good IPA. Oh, yeah? Wait. Okay, so now I have a question. So it says Heavy Seas, real big, like that's the brewery, and then on the side it says Clipper City Brewing Company. Yeah, so I think it's like a sub-brewery or something. I don't know. Like, the, the listing on Untapped is under Heavy Seas, but I I think it must just be that this, it's like a brewing group or something that owns a couple breweries or something like that. I'm not actually sure the like the logistics of the company. Yes. Well, then what good are you, Samuel? Oh, hey, also, on the fucking top, which I promise I didn't read, it says luxurious with notes of coffee and dark chocolate. So I'm not just an idiot. There, hey, was... there you go, buddy. You're, you're an idiot, among other things. Yes. 
no, no. Let's let's step back. Let's give Jed some credit here. He has always beaten himself up about his palate. Way to yeah. go, advancing that palate, buddy. Thank you, thank you. I even I not only do I am I able to drink this, but I like it. That's got to be newer. That's got to be a newer thing. Do you like it on purpose? On purpose? No, I like it on accident. On accident. I didn't mean to like it. I just happened to. That works out well. <laughs> okay, I'm confused. Let's do an article. <laughs> Segue. I think people in Ohio are going to get a little more confused. Well, not really confused, just more drunk. Because according to WKYC, uh, Ohio raises alcohol limit for beer starting this week. What was the limit at? The limit was at a, a pretty healthy 12% ABV. I so believe that's like what... it was super low. I think that's what Pennsylvania's right. is. Yeah. It's not like Utah, where it's like 5% is the cap. Right. But um, it says that starting this week, it will that cap will be listed, lifted. Excuse me, and I'm not sure if there it's going to be lifted just to a higher level or if it's done away completely because they don't list another uh, percentage point here. I like that they shout out to Hoppin' Frog way back when Boris had a beer called Boris the Crusher, and I think that they have a spinoff of that called Taurus. Triple Oatmeal Rush Imperial Stout. Yeah. 13.8%. That sounds good. Yeah. And now they can make it. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of odd that they were like, well, as soon as this cap gets lifted, we can brew this beer that we make in Ohio. They probably were already brewing it and can now sell it. Yeah. All right. But I, I, am, I am still curious is like if they just got rid of the limit completely, which is what I hope they would do, but I'm not sure. I, I feel like there's a reason behind bracketing it like otherwise you can you could just say 40 percent to avoid and then call it beer to avoid being taxed as a liquor which i think has different taxation and laws attached to it Uh i think that there's some value in being able to classify things this way i guess still not answering my question but i guess i shouldn't expect you to know Uh, no i don't i can google it would you like me to no no i think i think that this article if you give WKYC the benefit of the doubt as a good news team, then you, you think they would include that in the article. Or at least, a new, that's or, a bridge too far for me, Jed. <laughs> well, so at one point it says, uh, shit, I lost it. It's not a very long article. Right. Uh, it says <laughs> at one point that it lifted the cap, but in another place it says it raises the cap. Oh, Which, conflicting the, messages. Those mean two different things to me. There is this video here, but I really do not want to watch it. No. Yeah. No, I'm me neither. So, I'm not going to watch it. Listeners, if you decide to watch this video and it answers the question, please email us at BoosdayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, brought to you by Chef Boyardee. This, wow. this video <laughs> is under two minutes long, and we just cannot be bothered. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that's what it, that's what it's like being a big big shot podcaster these days. No time. Or yeah, being a student. I had an assignment where I was supposed to watch like an hour long uh, webcast and take a quiz about it, and I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just take the quiz about it though, and I got a passing grade, so I could just hand it in. <laughs> You're the hero. like it was all online. You just had to get a passing grade, and it would be like completed. Way to go. Oh, so it's not like you got a 75 and turned into 75. You got a one no. out of one? Yes, exactly. 
I just randomly kind of guessed the qu- answers in the past. Randomly? Like, you must have been making educated okay, guesses. Okay, I guess randomly isn't isn't the right word to use. Semi-informed uh, guesses. How about that? Yeah, that's a lot different, though. <laughs> oh, well, excuse me, Pizza Hat. Hey, you know what? That Pizza Hat guy is, looks better than I do, so be thankful you're looking at him now and not a video of my face. Yeah, when we were chatting earlier, I was looking at a video of your face, and... Um, you look like what's what's the word I'm trying to like late nineties skater trash. Wow. I was thinking he looked like a boy who just very messily uh, ate like an ice cream sandwich because he had he had some funny stuff on his lip. Right. Right. When did we talk last, like on the last week when we about the last time we did the podcast together. Yeah. Well, uh, we can just roast me for a little bit. <laughs> No, but I mean, like, what is I? Because you're obviously doing all this stuff to your appearance on purpose. Like what? I didn't put shit on my mouth last night. <laughs> <laughs> on no, and and okay, so like you're you were wearing you were wearing uh, your hair rather long as you are wont to do. Yeah, had a little bit sure. of an unkempt uh, uh, lip cover it going just on that way. I don't wear it. It's like, this is how it grows, and I just don't. And that's that. I don't wear my eyebrows like they are. They just are that way. And I, I, am- I think what Tyler's getting at is really the the harder-hitting question, why aren't you more handsome? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the soul of my question. Why aren't I? This is, this is how I figure it. Is I have a pretty pretty good facial features, and if I were to like shave and keep my hair in a respectable manner, I think it would be unfair to people that look like you two, and there would be no hope of you two ever. See how we turned it around. Yeah. I mean, I think really the concern would would be like everyone would be like, "Can I have your autograph? I don't know who you are, but I assume you're a movie star." You know that kind of thing, and then you just get bombarded with that shit. That would be fine, actually. Oh, okay. I'm sure I'd be able to exploit that for my own well-being. But, you know, I don't know how I could ever exploit you two being sad and lonely for my own well-being. So so I'm avoiding that. Well, you already did. I let you live in my home for free because I was sad and lonely. Oh, that's why you did that? <laughs> I thought it was because I was sad and lonely. I think it was a combination. Okay. Speaking of being sad, so I'm back in school now. <laughs> And I, I've, so I've been taking this class, like I had intro to environmental education and interpretation, right? And then I had like basic uh, environmental education and interpretation. And both of those were pretty much just interpretation. Like I didn't have to deal with kids at all. And now all of a sudden in advanced environmental education and interpretation, all of a sudden it's all about kids. And this coming month, I, I have to go to a school and with 35 fifth graders, put on an hour-long presentation and then lead them on a two-hour-long field trip to the Arcata Marsh. And I am I am desperately not looking forward to this, you guys. And is that because you have to talk or because you have to deal with children? Yeah, I have to be responsible for these 35 little half-people. I like that you are doing things like that and you hate it, whereas almost everyone else in your situation where they're in school and they have to deal with children are passionately for it. Oh, yeah, it's the worst. And because, like, everybody in my class is super all about it. Like, kids are the future. We need to teach them about trees. I'm like, I, I don't give a shit. 
You'd rather teach like, the trees I, about kids. Yeah. I like the reason I want a job with parks isn't really so I can inform the future. It's so that my job can be walking around cool places, you know. Yeah. Like it's it's not a selfless act on my part. So, so I'm and I'm just afraid like we're going to the Arcata Marsh, which is is a pretty like okay place, but also it's it does have standing water and just if one of these kids drowns, oh my god. Standing water? What is standing water defined as? Like any body of water that is not moving? Well, like any body of water that say a fifth grader could drown in. Okay, because I played Ultimate tonight on a field that had standing water on it. That's what we referred to the water as. And if a kid drowned in that, it would have been because he had knocked out himself unconscious and fell face down in this body of standing water. And everyone just left him there for a while. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hopefully I don't do that, or I will be in the newspapers. Have you well, thought about getting 35 life vests and also feeding a rope through all 35 life vests so they can't get separated? I really, really, really want to put them all on leashes, like a big dog walker, you know? Like a big chain gang from Allegheny Yeah, Hall. but I don't think I'm allowed to do that. Have you asked them? Have you asked the individual children if they're okay with that? Excuse me, child. Do you mind if I lash and harness you? It'd be much better <laughs> for my own my own feeling, young one. Whatever you do, don't ask your parents if it's okay. I will get in trouble. <laughs> and don't tell anybody about this. If now, see, before... If something had happened, it would have been the oversight of those entrusting you with small children. But now that you've thought of this idea and not implant, implemented it, it will be your fault. Damn you, Jed. Yeah. So, I, God, I just, have either of you ever dealt with, well, Sam, you've dealt with kids a little bit, I know that. Yeah, I did some, some tutoring back in the day. Give me suggestions. <laughs> okay. What was it like when they would leave and you'd lose them for hours at a time sitting at the same desk as them? Well, yeah, well, it was it was easier because it was just a room full of kids. But I think it's important to figure out kind of the, these children, they are animals. All humans are animals, but they are a, right. a baser animal. So you should. They, it's important to immediately identify the alphas and the betas, you know? Uh-huh. Right. And also, I find that it's important to talk as much as you can about professional wrestling. <laughs> All those kids wanted to talk about was professional wrestling. And straight up, I would talk to them about professional wrestling for five minutes and then be like, okay, finish your math homework and then we can talk about professional wrestling some more. And then they would totally do it. So do you think kids are still into professional wrestling or do I have to find out the latest and greatest topic? I think it's more, it's going to be based on the culture that you're working with. It was a lot of... Kind a lot of, of wrestle kids in, in Sam's class. It was a lot of wrestle kids, and I—I I, I mean, I think it was a lot of it. It wasn't a great neighborhood, and I think that has something to do with it. I don't think that the rich kids are as into the wrestling, but I could—I could be wrong about that. Maybe all little kids love wrestling, but straight up, all those kids loved wrestling. Because I like, I can pull up some some John Cena meme videos or something if that'll get me going. Yeah, you, say potato salad to them; they'll love it. No, I think, Tyler, what you should do is find something to relate with one of the kids on. Like, maybe a kid picks up a piece of food from the ground and eats it. Then you talk to him about that. That kid is your new favorite, and you just listen to what he says and do it. Wait, I'm listening to him? I'm not trying to be cool with these kids. I'm not trying to get in with this crowd. Tyler, if you're in with the crowd, then it doesn't matter what you say, because they will just follow you around, and none of them will die. 
See, I, I, I think we should take a step back to Jed's suggestion but alter it slightly. When you see a kid pick up food off the ground and start eating it, you shout at him, Hey, what are you doing? And he'll be like, well, I know it was on the ground, but is it okay if I eat it? And he'll be like, yeah, but, yeah, exactly. It's like, you're the, you're the king mafioso, so daddy's got to get a taste. You get 20% of that ground food. I gotta, I gotta take my cut, make sure he knows who's in charge. Yeah, he's gonna wind up with his trapper keeper's head in his bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, then as the, you know, one of the things you can have all the kids be doing is looking for food on the ground for you to reap the reward of. Oh so my god, that's I a great have an idea. Army of tiny slaves. I mean, like you could say this is an important lesson about foraging, and then eventually <laughs> you're you're eating edible mushrooms and such. Yeah. Though I'd get, I'd get like a, you know, a royal taster to like <laughs> have have them go through all the food first. You you know what you should do is, but so this is going to be a big project between now and then. I don't know how long you have. I'm going to need you to capture a young deer, okay, domesticate this deer, train sure. it, and uh, next you're going to need to buy a bear trap. Oh boy! Ah, I'm caught in a bear trap. Exactly, and you so like now. And, and it won't actually, obviously, you'll fall in love with this deer. Of course, they're a majestic creature. So it won't actually be trapped in the bear trap. But, it, you know, it can fake it. Because it's domesticated. Right, that's part of the training. And then, you know, they'll have this magical experience. Oh, look, it's a deer. Oh, we need to help it out. And then you open up the bear trap and, you know, the deer runs away. But actually just, like, runs back to your home and takes a nap. Wow. You could okay. also do this with a human if you want. <laughs> I I think when you domesticate a human, you're in some legal hot water. No, I mean, you know, you just have, you know, you're the magician. You just I have just put a person a in a bear trap. Well, it's a fake, you know, just as you weren't going to put the deer in the bear trap, you also similarly fake it with The issue is I that kids with the deer. Kids are harder to train. I think you're going to have an easier time with a deer. I didn't say kid. Oh, I mean just you have a person. Oh, an adult human. Oh, make Becca do it. I could do this. That, that is what I was saying. All these kids have to rec- rec- uh, rescue Becca from a bear trap? Well, no, you get there first and you rescue them quickly. You rescue Becca so quickly that they don't see how Becca was actually fine the whole time. Just, like, put some ketchup on her ankle easier to do the presentation. I, I think Sam and I agree that that's not true. I You know, I'm getting pretty, pretty steamed over here, Tyler. All we're doing is pitching you home run after home run idea. <laughs> And you're just like, mm, I might just do my work. <laughs> Write it down <laughs> in my binder. <laughs> you guys, don't bring my binder into this. <laughs> I never found that binder. I don't know what happened to it. Sam, you still have it, right? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you guys. I helped him look for it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> the, the long con. <laughs> so mean. The, actually, the long con is... I'm gonna fly to California and not tell him, and like just put him in his bu- put it in his book bag, so it'll be like a gaslighting situation. It'll be like, oh shit, it was here the whole time, but actually, I like put some pubes in it and stuff. Oh wow! Oh man, it was here all five years, the whole five years with pubes in it. <laughs> just the way I left it. <laughs> yeah. there, are there more pubes in here now? I'm confused. Well, they right. they replicate. <laughs> It's, yeah, that's why everybody loves pubes, because of their ability to replicate. <laughs> We're off topic. Let's go to marketingweek.com. And now for something completely different. <laughs> yeah. So, have you guys heard of Amazon Dash? No. 
No. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Is this the button thing? Yes, it's the button thing. Oh, I've heard of Amazon's button thing, so I guess... Would you like to enlighten us, Samuel? Yeah, so... Actually, this is dope. I didn't read this article. So, the idea is you have this button, and you it's, like, pre-programmed to have your address in it and, like, have your credit card information. So, basically, like, for example, dish soap. You're, like, doing the dishes, and you're, like, oh, dang, running low on dish soap, and you have a one a tide button and you just hit the tide button and that submits an order to amazon that you need more tide dish soap and it just takes you know charges your credit card and ships it and then it just shows up at your house in a couple days so really it's just a way of not having to go on the internet and like put in information it's just a convenience thing uh and they have it for a, a few things but a lot of it it's mostly kind of household goods type things like paper towels and such but apparently they're doing it with beer, which is, I think, dangerous, <laughs> depending on the speed of the shipping, especially. Yeah. So, Carling, I, I don't know what Carling is. I think it's a, oh, it's a Molson Coors brand. So I think, I don't think it's too big here in the U.S. No. But they are launching their own ordering button. When, uh, when you run out of Carling, you press the button and it, it places an order for Carling. It does not say, however, how long it takes to ship. I'm and probably also, a few days. what are the legal ramifications of shipping beer? Well, we've actually done articles on shipping beer before, and kind of like there's this big thing about how they lifted all these restrictions and stuff, but I'm thinking, <laughs> this is probably a Canadian brand. Wait, uh-huh. also, the price listed here looks like it's in, wait, fuck is that? Is that euros? Pounds? Uh, yeah, I think it's pounds. Well, now I'm not sure. They don't use the pound in Canada. Where is this happening? Reveal your secrets to me. However, uh, Unilever has refused to put its brands... Oh, it's refusing to do it in the UK and in the US. Sorry. Hmm. No, that's 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 Unilever, though. What's uh, Unilever? Oh, so I guess it is in the UK and the US. I think it's in the UK. Uh, I would also guess that from the fact that it is not dollars. Yeah. I. So I'm, I'm not sure, like... I'm not really sure legally what would happen in the States, so I'm much less sure what's going to happen across the pond, but I have to assume that this is legal, or else they wouldn't be making it. Right. Well, yeah, and it says it's it's synced with places like Tesco's and Sainsbury's, which are basically grocery stores. Like, it's not, Hmm. like, synced with Amazon, so... Oh, maybe it's, like, how you can can order, like, groceries and, like, make people do your shopping for you. Maybe it's the same as that. Now, that would be pretty crazy, because, like, how fast are those folks going to show up? I don't think like, it's same-day shit. It nope. could be, though. Maybe it's uh, how you set it up. I imagine you're going to be paying much more for same-day delivery, but... If you could just get it, like, like bam, 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 you could have some pretty wild parties. Yeah, I mean, you could just stock up in advance, too. No, don't be a little uh, stocking up guy over there. I am a little stocking up guy. That's why I have shitload of beer in my home. You like that sweet burn that yeah. I wrote down from I, my binder? Consider me slammed. This actually, we we did an article about beer fridge that was like Budweiser branded. That and it, it knew when you got low. Yeah, I I don't remember the exact details. I think most of it was about sports. Like it would tell you when your sports team did well and stuff like that. But I think there was a thing about letting you know when you were low on Budweiser and potentially ordering more Budweiser. Yeah, I seem to remember that. But I, I don't know. I don't remember all the details on that. But I kind of, like, 
I don't like Budweiser, and I have a feeling I would not like Carling based on, I mean, they're Molson Coors owned, so they're probably some swell shit, but I like this trend. Like, Do you? Why? I, I like accessibility. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm not saying I dislike it necessarily. I haven't thought too much about it, but my first thought is like, I mean, I guess it's a little bit quicker, but is it that much quicker? I, I don't know. I, I well, And I think that's also part of the whole trend thing. Like, even if it's two-day shipping now, it as more of these pop up to compete, one of the top things that they'll be doing is speed, I have to imagine. It's like how, you know, with pizza places, there's all these, like, you get it in under 30 minutes or it's free because when you're picking a pizza place, if you know one's going to take twice as long as the other one, you're going to do the faster one. So Right, right. So I, I think that it's kind of a natural endpoint that these are going to go from two days to two hours to 20 minutes or something like that. I can't believe that this would be a two-day thing. I, I really don't know. Th- this article doesn't have the details that I desire. Um, so uh, just a quick question. Um, Sam, what's your beer of choice, ca- your casual beer of choice right now? Is it still Old Mill? You mean my swill of choice? Yes. My swill of choice is Old Milwaukee, yes. So if you – do you have – a case of it regularly i have a case in my fridge right now so would you use this for old milwaukee probably not but i'm going to the liquor store regularly enough to pick up good beer anyway i think right. if i were the type of person who if old milwaukee was all i drank then i could see using a button for that right also how does this this is this would apply to amazon dash as well how do they deal with kids pressing the button because it's like <laughs> Right. So, I actually do know with Amazon Dash, there's limits on how much you can order at a time. So, like, if some kid is mashing the button or something, I think the most it would do is order. I, I mean, I think you pre-program it, but you could be like, right. only allow this to be ordered once per week or something like that. And then if a kid pushes it erroneously, whatever, you get one thing oh. that you don't need. That's cool. Um, Makes sense to me. Because that would also apply to if I had kids that were... I don't know, 17 years old, and they were <laughs> buttoned, then that wouldn't be great. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it adds a whole layer when it becomes alcohol instead of soap, because now, technically speaking, a child can buy beer. And right. th- I guess. And theoretically, I mean, it's it's the adult's money and the adult's home, and theoretically the adult will see it and keep it from the child, but... I mean, there were times that my parents were out of the house for a couple of days when I was in my late teens, and it would have been poor planning to <laughs> order alcohol because presumably they would have seen it on their statement or whatever. But, you know, I could have gotten a case of Carling and thrown a party with it, and if my parents were shitty about their records, then they never would have known. Right. I mean, also, if your parents were drinking Carlings at a reasonable rate... Then you could easily hide that shiz. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean... I could be stashing it away. Yeah. But, yeah, but uh, we've given yeah. enough advice to young high schoolers who want to drink from their parents' stash. Get your parents to buy to buy this button. Just say, please, can you buy me beer? I'm a good boy. <laughs> okay, I'm a good boy. <laughs> okay. Well, way to go, young hooligans. Be free and be merry. <laughs> Somebody tell me a funny story about their lives. So, I... Uh, <laughs> Once upon a time. Go ahead. So I've gone through this kind of thought process like, so books are classy, right? Everyone knows that. Literature is classy, and that's why book clubs exist. But the thing is that 
Uh, reading takes a while. I mean, if you suck at it. I do suck at it. I'm a very slow reader. And I like uh. movies better. And there's so many good movies that are, you know, art nowadays. Which so which is like the motion picture equivalent of literature. And I thought, you know, right. I, I should broaden my horizons and broaden the, the horizons of my cohorts. Uh, and we should, you know... Try and sit down and watch a piece of culture and absorb the culture and discuss the culture. You know, I think that would be. Is that why? Is that why you watched Bratz on Netflix the other day? And that's why, the other day, <laughs> I hosted a screening of Bratz the movie. Oh my god. The the invite I sent out was just, hey guys, I'm gonna regardless of who comes, I'm going to drink and watch Bratz at my house. <laughs> Please don't make me do it alone. <laughs> And uh, a bunch of people came over, and we watched Bratz, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, we, we watched Bratz together in college, and it was a blast, because right. it's so fun to make fun of. Upon second viewing, which one of the seven different endings did you like the best this time? I still think the right ending should have been after uh, Meredith falls in the pool and yells the title of the movie right. at the title characters. I, I think, I mean, obviously there would have been a lot of loose ends, but you know what those loose ends are? That's called sequel fodder. Yeah. Sequel fodder. I, I don't think that movie needed more sequel fodder than it already had, though. Well, the thing is, everything gets tied up so cleanly at the end, it doesn't leave you, you know, aching for more content. But if I would have been like, does does the, the chick that's supposed to be Hispanic but looks totally and completely white get with that deaf guy? I, if, if I had to ask myself that question, then now you got me buying my ticket for Bratz 2. But I already know how it ended. Spoilers. They get together. Obviously, they get together. You fool. <laughs> but it, like, I, I think they there was enough movie. It's a weirdly long movie for how there's, like, no content. It's so long. You're like, okay, they wrapped it up, and then it keeps going for, like, another 15 minutes. And then it has another fake-out ending, and it keeps going for another 20 minutes. And you're just like, what is happening here, brats? Yeah, everyone, everyone was like kind of ready for the movie to wind down I was talking about how this how it was the ending and I was like y'all know there's like 45 minutes left and they were like no and I hit the button on Netflix and there was an hour and 10 minutes left <laughs> it's so yeah it's really bizarrely structured that movie yeah I mean the and an elephant shows up yes there's an elephant you Tyler remembers this movie so much better than I do. <laughs> like, I mean maybe I you were drunker me Maybe I don't know. I don't think I, I have would. a hard time believing that Jed was drunker than I was. Yeah, I, I guess at was... any given time in college, that wasn't likely. Yeah, I don't think that while Tyler was at Allegheny, there was one time when I was more drunk than he was. I don't think I ever drank more than him until after he left. College. Maybe he was sick in bed and you had a beer. <laughs> I don't think I that happened is what I'm saying. I don't but... know. We got let's go to the tape. <laughs> And it's not like I even drank an astounding amount in college. It's really more, Jed, that you drank less. Very little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So future employers, no worry about Tyler and his drinking. Woo! Covered my ass real good there. Now I just have to worry about those hundreds of racial slurs. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, back to our beer drinking podcast. Yeah. So did your friends like it? Of course not. It's terrible. Yeah, but we liked it, and we're, we're your friends. <laughs> no, I mean, they... I was a little worried that one person there would not understand we were there to make fun of it, and at the end be like, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> uh, but that that didn't happen. Everyone knew we were making fun of it. So obviously it's not a good movie, but 
I think everyone enjoyed the tomfoolery involved. Well, that's good. We should make a drinking game, Nebraska movie. Yeah, we actually considered trying to make one up, but then I thought, like, you know, if I say drink every time the character that's deaf clearly can hear because he's <laughs> replying in a dialogue without looking at anyone's lips, <laughs> like, first of all, everyone would have died. And second of all, it's it's more fun to discover these nuances than to just, like, be looking for them, you know? You well, that's why every time you hear an unnecessarily harsh teenage burn. This, I well, think there's only one, but it's like six drinks worth of unnecessarily harsh. Yeah. Yeah, like like you don't have a dad or a bank account. Yeah, so everyone mean. everyone immediately picked up, and it's become a meme here, just like it did in college, which I'm happy about. Good. I haven't watched The Room in a while. I should do that, probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't th- if you gotta jerk no. off. What was that? If you gotta okay. jerk off. There's some hot <laughs> sex scenes in that movie, dude. That's what I was gonna say. No. <laughs> I think my favorite one, though, is when that dude's getting a beach on the couch. <laughs> and he's just you like, remember that? <laughs> he's making the most ridiculous faces. It looks like he stuck his wiener in a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's great that a couple of the actors in that movie really gave it their all. <laughs> like, that one dude, he's a total goofball, but I'm like... I could see him being successful later at like as playing like a character actor, like just right. the goofy pal all the time. He did a good, <laughs> he did he did a fine job, I think. The drug dealer on the roof was the best actor in the whole thing. Oh my god, <laughs> we can't just talk about the room for the rest of this show. Yeah, we can. We can easily do that. Jed, you you've got to have a hilarious story about your time. About my time, like my yes. time on this earth in the last couple. Yeah, years. like how you've been doing yeah. time. Well, I don't have a hilarious story, but it was at Allegheny from last Tuesday to yesterday. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I have not been back to Allegheny since I left. Have you, Samuel? I don't think so. Have I? No. How was it well, over there, Jedediah? It was cool. I was there for the freshman barbecue where all the new <laughs> players play, and that was a lot of fun, and did I you, loved it. Did you just dunk on all of them? I didn't dunk on all of them. There was one that I that I met earlier because he's from Pittsburgh. So I met like I met up with him earlier, and he like kind of dunked on me. One of those were like the throw is good, and I was like, "Damn it, he's gonna get it, and I'm gonna jump, and he's gonna still get it no matter what I do." Right. That happened, and I never got him back. So that's something that'll haunt me for the rest of my life. But you should have just yeah, fouled him. Yeah, I dunked on a lot of people. It was a lot of fun, and. I really asserted myself as a 26-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just I, keep yelling, let me remind you, it is not strictly speaking appropriate that I am here. No, I kept yelling, suck it, you piece of shit. <laughs> That's fair. Did you feel like, uh, Eric, like you were an old ghost wandering this earth? You know, part of me did. A little part of me. There was, you know, I'm the type of person that whenever I leave my room, and go to the campus center or something, I'm like, I wonder who I'll see. Like, this will be exciting, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm like, oh, I sure hope I don't know anyone in the campus center. <laughs> so I don't know how Eric felt on those grounds, but, you know, that was definitely a new thing for me where I was like, I sure hope no one recognizes me and we could just get through this cleanly. <laughs> That's funny. So why did you go back if you didn't want to see anybody? No, I did. I just didn't want to see certain people. I just didn't want to see anyone that was going to be like, not say why are you back because obviously everyone should ask me that, but you know to follow it up with 
you need to leave. Get out of here. <laughs> Why are you back, you old bastard? Get the hell out. Exactly. But uh, no, I saw some people, hung out with some friends, and told Matt Grote, who's the current captain, that I would be interested in coaching them if if he'll have me. So we're okay. gonna we're gonna see how that plays out. Uh, I think what you should do. You're not quite there, but I think you could fake it. I think if people recognize you, you could tell them that you're a professor now. <laughs> Ooh. Like, you know, like I graduated, I went to grad school, and I'm, I, you know, I loved it so much, I'm back, I'm a professor now. Yeah, they're going to be like, wow, Jed, you graduated from Allegheny in seven years, and you graduated <laughs> from grad school in uh, one year. That's pretty amazing. And they were like, yeah, let's come back. You know the school so well that it's actually a benefit that you took so long to graduate. Yeah, very believable, for sure. I will say that next time I'm there. You have a pretty high charisma score. I think you could get away with that deception trick. Yeah. Maybe I, maybe I should do it. I know there are people that I know. I don't know if you guys know them, but there are people that are younger than us that work at Allegheny now and, like, live in Meadville. And, really? Yeah, and you see them on campus and stuff. Like, they work for Excel, which I never went in that place, but apparently... I probably uh, still know some of the people who work at Brooks. Oh, definitely. I actually ran into Jack at a bar. He doesn't work there anymore, but I went to Time Out Tavern, and Jack was there. Talking omelet about omelet jack. jack. What? Omelet Jack. <laughs> so good you think they made a crack. <laughs> that joke is like fucking seven years old at this point. Yeah, like I, our young impressionable listeners won't even realize that we're just ripping off chocolate rain. Wait, wait, wait. I've never heard that joke. So <laughs> that's what that was. We, yeah, wow. you just you just sing the words omelet jack and then a phrase that rhymes with omelet jack. And the whole thing is to the tune and rhythm of Chocolate Rain. Okay, okay so hit me with hit me with one or two. I just gave you one as Tyler's turn. Yeah, but I want to hear it with one of you saying the whole thing instead no, of the double. He two. just gave you the best one. So it's Omelette Jack. Tastes so good you'll think they're made of crack. Omelette Jack. That was, okay. If you take his eggs, he'll take them back. <laughs> Omelette Jack. You can't just do the easy part and make me do the hard part. Uh, it seems like that's been my whole life so far. <laughs> he puts his omelets in a stack? That's not very good. I feel very mm-hmm. on the spot here. Yeah, okay. Well, that's incredible, and I'm happy I know it now. Yeah. yeah. That's um, really funny that you saw him. Uh, nobody wants to hear more about Allegheny, though, So much Allegheny talk. <laughs> yeah. No one, so, all of none of our listeners continue to want to not hear about none of it. <laughs> there are zero of our listeners who want to hear us talk about Allegheny, and that is factually accurate. Well, that is true. That is true. True. We will talk about. Uh, oh, actually, this might even be less popular. <laughs> it's it's from Politico dot com. Whoops. Yeah. So politics not really a big winner. Can a beer keep Trump and Clinton honest? A Scottish beer company promises its brew can get straight talk out of anyone. Ah, oh, fuck this article. Yes. Correct, this is some clickbaity stupid bullshit. Why are we reading this? It is. It is stupid. Well, I feel like we've been in a streak of highlighting beers with dumb ingredients, and I just want to keep on doing it. Okay, so let's run them down. Two weeks ago, we talked about them using pieces of Roald Dahl's chair in a beer. And one week ago, we talked about prehistoric Prehistoric yeast. yeast. Yeah. So, like, they found it in some amber-like in Jurassic Park. Yeah. And this week, Edinburgh-based brewery Innis & Gunn 
have made this new beer, Smoke and Mirrors, which they claim the ingredients list will will make people more truthful. So I guess the brew has licorice root, mullion, which is some sort of herb, and vine essence. It does not specify which vine, just vine essence. Dude, did you know a shitload of plants have vines? (laughs) Yeah. And also, Uh, did you know I don't know how to get essence out of them? So these, these plants have been included because apparently they, quote, enhance mental skills and the cognitive process. And also make the drinker more relaxed. Oh my so, god! Enhance yeah, mental skills and like the cognitive process. The truth, but it's uh, really fucking dumb. Can I read a quick uh, snippet from the article. Do it, please do. A shameless bit of self-promotion, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess that part is they sent a sample of this beer to both the Trump and Clinton campaign teams, and are like. Hey, drink our beer. See if maybe you'll tell the truth. Yeah, and then the the brewer says, as long as no one's offensive, if it sparks a conversation, what can possibly be the harm? Literally any time Trump enters into a conversation, he is offensive. Yeah. It's like, oh, now he's only going to tell the truth. Oh, yeah. okay. I actually hate the blacks. <laughs> <laughs> you already told us that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> They're like, Mr. Trump, please taste some of the beer first for the... uh... (laughs) (laughs) You haven't even had any, sir. Yeah, so, I mean, this is ridiculous, obviously. That's that's what inspired us to brew this beer, Sharp said. We want our politicians to be honest with us. What better way to do that than beer? (laughs) I feel like like he is being fundamentally dishonest by claiming that this beer promotes honesty. I mean, um, really, I just, whenever you drink enough, your inhibitions yeah. are lowered, and I feel like that, that'll that at least make you speak your mind more, but, yeah. I don't, but like, their goof-ass ingredients aren't the right answer here. You don't think uh, licorice and random vine essence, vine essence is a serum? I think vine essence is would be a decent name for a shitty pop band. Vine I was gonna say I was gonna say EDM DJ. Yeah, yours is better. You you won our game. <laughs> I think I agree with Sam in that the the fundamental dishonesty is not that the beers help you tell the truth; it's that they make you tell the truth in a way that's different than every other beer that exists in the world. Like maybe these beers are like fifteen percent ABV, <laughs> <laughs> so they just fucking rock you. And you just speak honestly more often. Do we have any information about flavor profile or ABV? Well, it probably tastes a little bit like licorice. And vine essence. And vine, yeah. Uh, This mm. beer sounds like it tastes like shit. I mean, beer advocate, when you go to the page for this beer, it says, fuck you. So I don't... (laughs) (laughs) So why are you here? Madness lies this way. Yeah, no, I don't... don't... I think it does actually have some notes on flavor profile. It's a scotch ale, I think. Oh, the beer's unique taste, somewhat malty like scotch, but less strong. Sure, maybe. I don't see one. I don't, I don't think it's on. Wait, what's the, uh, what's the brewery again? Smoke and Innis, Mirrors? No, that's what it's called. It's, uh, let's see here. Innocent Gun? Yeah, Innocent Gun. Okay, it's actually not on a Beer Advocate. Is it yet. not released yet? I, I, I mean, there's... One, two, three, four smoke and mirrors, and none of them are from 
Scotland, or are they the correct brewery? brewery? Huh. I don't know. When did this article come out? Like two, a couple of days ago. Today? Yeah. You mean yesterday, it came Jed? Out today, actually. Yesterday. Yesterday. Right, of course. Stay in the yesterday fiction, you fools. Wait, 9 5. Yeah, yesterday, Jed, because this is clearly being recorded on a Tuesday. Live. Oh, I thought it was, uh, yeah, not right. Streaming Obviously, to your ears live. This came out yesterday. It was live. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, God. You better be listening to it right now, or else, I don't know, I guess we're dead or something. Okay. I've lost track. <laughs> we're live, you Sam. We're yes, live. Job. Sam got nervous because we're live. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What a, what a dumb thing we just read. <laughs> yeah. That's, what a dumb thing we just recorded. At, at some point, Tyler, if, we're, if you're going to keep picking these articles... We need to stop it from being part of the article segment and just be like a recurring weekly segment called Check Out This Dumb Shit. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm fine with Check Out This Dumb Shit. Okay, if you if you make me a stinger for Check Out This Dumb Shit, it can premiere this week. I thought you were going to say, Tyler, if you're going to keep picking out these articles, then we're going to have to replace you as a member of the <laughs> podcasters. Yeah, because there's a queue of people who are dying to take my job here. That's I, right. It's called job security, and that's why you're able to be so, so lax as a host. <laughs> I have some, like, rotating guests that I'm sure wouldn't mind getting kicked up to every week guests. You're probably right. If it was, if, if it was to you know, prolong the joke of Tyler being kicked off, then I would host and step it up. I would do whatever was needed. And yet you would still get fired two weeks in. <laughs> well, you know, I'm no Tyler Dryblad. Yeah. Nobody is, fellas. You want to you wanna put a bow on this, turd? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So I had Lost Coast Brewing's Watermelon, a watermelon wheat ale, 5% ABV. It was okay, I guess. I I don't think it was better than my current favorite watermelon beer, which is 21st Amendment Brewing's Hell or High Watermelon. This one, there was just something wrong with the carbonation. It was carbonated a lot more like a soda than a beer. Like, it it tickled my lips, but then tasted very flat in the mouth, which was really not desirable. Something, something, Jed's wiener. <laughs> Got him. But um, the flavor-wise, it was okay. You know, it was it was pretty well balanced uh, between a wheat ale with some subtle watermelon flavors. But they they just really need to fix the carbonation issue for this to be uh, an actually, you know, decent beer. So I think I will give it a four seven and recommend this to people who like Heller High Watermelon but really want to be local. I guess so. A very small subset of people who live in Arcata. Wow. Do you fall in that subset? No, not really. I just rather drink Heller High Watermelon. It's a better beer. Right. I guess I'll go next. So I had Peg Legs Imperial Stout. Or no, I had Heavy Seas Peg Leg, which is an Imperial Stout. There you go. There you go. I'm the hero. Don't you mean Heavy Sails? Heavy Sails? Yeah. No, it is Heavy Seas. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. Got it. Hilarious callback from Tyler Driver. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I'm the host, baby. (laughs) It's 8%, and uh, I'm going to take my last sip. Mmm. Delicious. Uh, I actually did really like it. It is not... It's very dark, but it's uh, very smooth. Devilishly dark, yet surprisingly smooth, to quote the creators. And uh, I could taste the coffee, which was really nice. There's a coffee taste, and 
I, I would need like a different imperial stout that doesn't market itself as having coffee taste to actually be confident with how how standoutish that was. I, I don't think it was very I don't think it was a very strong flavor, but it was there and it was nice. And the smoothness of the finish makes me want to rate this fairly highly. I think I'm going to give it like a seven point nine up in that region. Whoa! Hey, I liked it. I think it also there's some bonus of me being a little shaky on an imperial stout and thinking that going into it, I'm not going to like it. So the fact that I did maybe bumps that up a little. And I would recommend this to anyone that likes imperial stouts. It's a good, it's a good beer. And uh, yeah, and anyone, I feel like I do this all the time. Whenever I drink a beer that I think I'm not going to like, I like it. And I recommend it to people that are trying to try new things. Maybe you don't. <laughs> so I'm like, this would be a good imperial stout to start with it's very accessible that's totally appropriate you're in a different step of your beer quest than we are and you have a give a particular insight for that reason yeah so you know still searching for that 10.0 beer that uh is gonna match how i feel about icy light but maybe next week probably definitely next week it was a good week yeah all right samuel I had Stone Mocha IPA, and I was actually really surprised at how much I liked it, because I kind of thought Mocha and IPA, it's you're not going to be able to kind of combine these flavors properly, and based on the smell, I, I thought, I don't like this hot profile, and the Mocha isn't there as advertised. I do think the nose is a real problem, but I thought it tasted really good, which is the bigger concern. What is a real problem? Say that again? The nose. I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. The smell... Oh, sorry, I'm an idiot. Fucking Philistine. <laughs> fucking Philistine. <laughs> you threw me off my rhythm, you fucking pleb. <laughs> sorry, I was so confused about... you. I was like, what's the nose of the beer? What do you do with your nose, Jed? I'm, I'm gonna learn today. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, I think it, it tasted more like a coffee stout than a chocolate coffee IPA, which is interesting. I, I think that if you had given it to me without telling me what it is, I would have said, why is this coffee stout so light in color? Because it doesn't <laughs> look like a stout, but it tastes more like a stout than an IPA. So I would think it would make more sense to kind of uh, ease up on the the coffee, which is a strong flavor, and kind of amp up on the, the hops, which is also a strong flavor. So it, it doesn't seem like it would be that difficult to shift that balance a little bit. All in all, I liked it, but... I, I w- would rather them either really make it an IPA or just turn this into a chocolate coffee stout because I think it would work really well as a chocolate coffee stout if they would just make it be that. But all in all, I did enjoy drinking it, so I'm going to give it a 7.7. I would recommend this to anyone who thinks that stouts are too dark of a color and want to drink a stout that's not that color. <laughs> no, I mean, really, I, this is a this is a good beer. I, I think... Th- that is maybe good for hopheads trying to transition to darker stuff or people into dark beer trying to get into IPAs because uh, there, there's some middle ground here. Kind of in the same way, I think a black IPA serves that purpose, but this is better than pretty much any black IPA I've had. So, yeah, somewhere in there was a nugget of what I meant. <laughs> RPOs okay. sound very similar. Yeah, I was going to say you're stepping into Jed's role here. Yeah, I... <laughs> I, I really want to try Jed's beer, actually. Oh, uh, all right. Maybe when I'm back home. Maybe. 
What do you have for us next week, though, Samuel? Third Sign Pollux, which is a sour wit beer. Interesting. Yeah, I I checked my six-pack of, like, show beers and realized almost all of them are IPAs. And so I'd kind of like to get some more stuff so I don't have IPAs a bunch of weeks in a row. Right. So I'm going going with a sour wit. Well, it should be interesting. Oh, I'm going to hate it. Oh, I'm so ready to hate it. <laughs> but I was also ready to think this was stupid, and I, I came around on it. Yeah, you just never know. Alrighty, well, thank you everybody for joining us for another episode. Thanks for stopping by, Jed. Thanks for having me. And of course, if anybody has anything at all to say, you can email us at bruisedaytuesdaypodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at bruisedaytuesday, or you can email us at bruisedtues at, is it? What the fuck is it? Tuesday at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Nailed it. 160 episodes in. Still got it. <laughs> Fucking wow. shit. Stay tuned next week unless I get deposed as presenter. <laughs> Don't let the bastards keep you down. We'll see everybody in seven days. Bye. Bye. Here comes the beers. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes the shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy. Forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your matters.